Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Sanity Check. Hopefully everything is going good with you. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. And we are here to uh, talk about some good things and some realistic things. Every once in a while, we might need a uh, sanity check and a uh, good old fashioned uh, love hug around the neck to get you to wake your tail on up. Right. So how's everything going with you, Camille? Oh, this week has been uh, pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, very busy as good. usual. Yeah. Things have been been picking up for me and um, in several different realms. So I am doing what I love and doing more of it. And things have been good. How about for you? Outstanding. Outstanding. You know, it's good. It's good to to have that and to be able to uh, do what you love and utilize your talents, gifts, and abilities to ultimately help other people. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching right now, I want to say good morning. Please, please, please share this. This is some good stuff. Let us know that you are here and everything is good with you. If you haven't done so already, you go into streamyard.com forward slash Facebook and that will give us permission for you to leave your comments. So but this is going to be a great, great show, ladies and gentlemen, a great show. So Camille, how was uh how, how's everything going with the with the with the layer? How are you ladies doing? <laughs> the layer is going well. Um I'm enjoying it, you know, sharing the, the platform with two of my good sisters mm-hmm. and um talking about just things that impact impact us as women and really mm-hmm. as people. We have a lot of male viewers as well mm-hmm. um who who chime in and get a lot from it. So you know this is just real life talking about real life and how it impacts us. So it's going mm-hmm. great. Join us if you haven't already join us. Yes, yes, yes. And ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, if you haven't done so already if you haven't checked out the 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 lioness layer yes good morning good morning if you haven't done so already please 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 make sure you check them on out as a matter of fact we will let you see what the last episode was about okay here you go Boundaries for me, they're fluid. I set them often, I change them often, and there are no limits. I set boundaries with everybody. Boundaries can be for family, it could be for coworkers, it could be for anybody. No one's off limits because the boundary setting is really about me. You know, I have certain boundaries with some people, boundaries that I don't have with other people. You know, it depends on who they are and what they mean to me. I have boundaries with my time, boundaries with my money, boundaries with my children, boundaries with, you know, at work, whatever it is. And then sometimes I'm like, man, I need to put a boundary in place. (laughs) Boundaries are fluid. It depends. Sometimes I might feel like I don't need a boundary with somebody and then something might happen in my own life where I feel like it's time to kind of set those parameters at that time. So it's not one set thing. It can change. And depending about the relationship that you have with individuals, And as it changes, you might need to set those boundaries. Yes, look, those ladies be getting it. 
Yo, boundaries are real. Boundaries yes. are real. And it's so good to have that conversation and to hear it. And hopefully individuals took something uh, from that. But ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about the power of your story. And what we focus on is everything resilience, right? When you go through things, it's important for you to understand that you go through things for you to learn, well, A, for you to experience, for you to learn, and for you, for you to share, right, that experience with other people. What do you think about that, Camille? I mean, it's so important. I know a lot of times people, you know, talk about their stories and, you know, I don't have to share my story or I don't have to tell, you know, but there's so much power in sharing your story with someone else. One, to let them know that they're not alone and two, to show them how you got through it. You know, when we keep our, I like what Carrie said on uh, Linus Lair when she was like a mentor told her, you can't heal what you hide. And a lot of times that's what happens. We don't talk about it and therefore we're silently suffering uh, when we can be healing. So uh, storytelling is very healing. It has told, uh, you know, us about us through the, the, years over centuries and thousands of years um we learn about history through storytelling mm -hmm. so um it's so powerful in so many different ways and uh, so this is just to encourage people to you know share your story yes yes and and ladies and gentlemen understand this when we do go through things when we go through things and we come on the other side right we we arrive is that we, we believe but keep this in mind we've arrived to a different level yes. but there are individuals that may be behind you that's watching you and that can use that encouragement so when you are sharing your story understand that that story is not necessarily to brag about mm -hmm. yourself but it's also being transparent and letting individuals know hey this is what i went through However, if I can overcome this, you can too. And then sometimes, Camille, have you ever heard or have seen this or witnessed individuals are real quick to, you know, share their story, not necessarily to show empathy, but to be a one upper. Like, oh, you think that's bad? Well, look, I got shot. And I got <laughs> shot. Right? Listen, you can't say, like, oh, okay, like, really? Okay, we got it. Okay. Right. Listen, I understand. You've been through some things. Okay. Look, I understand you've been through some things. And look, I'm just talking about a bad day at work. So you're going to give me that extreme? <laughs> Is it that serious for you to share that story and not necessarily showing the correlation? What'd you think about yes. that? You ever deal with people like that? All the time. All the time. You'd be like, okay, and that has to do with what? You know, like, and it, I have apples a good way and, of kind of bringing oranges, apples and oranges. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's just like, sometimes people just need for you to listen, you know, because it's, it's therapy and talking about it. Some people, um, they need that release. It's just being a listening ear, not trying to, to one up. We've all been through some things, you know, some things, some people have been through some like serious tragedies, but to hear him talk about it, you would think that it was like, oh, I just got nicked, you know, when I was walking past a couch or something like that. And then you find out that they had a whole building fall on them. You know what I mean? And you're like, but you over here trying to one up them talking about, oh, well, you know, I got cut, you know, on my arm from here to here. And it's like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because when you are sharing your story to encourage individuals, but you're not necessarily doing it for that reason. You want to be heard. What you do is you diminish the other individual's story. It's like, yo, I'm, this is what I'm going through. So 
what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is a way to empathize with individuals. Say, hey, look, I, I don't know what that feels like, but if I was in your situation, I think I, I would feel the same way, right? Exactly. And, and then ask them, do you mind if I share this story with you? So maybe you can, you know, pick. So you're saying this to yourself. You're going to ask them, hey, do you mind if I share something with you? Mm-hmm. And if they are receptive to that, cool. And if not, if you can see that they're just caught up in their in their stuff right now, maybe they don't necessarily need you to say mm-hmm. something. Maybe they just need you to shut up and listen. That's so <laughs> true. Yeah. That's now, so true. With that? Absolutely. And, and I've seen it done too. And it's like, um, you know, when I see it done, I'm kind of like cringing. And then I also um, try to be very cognizant of myself as well. Because when somebody comes to you, what you don't want to do is make it about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to turn their experience into your experience right. and, and, and take that whatever they're going through, whatever they're trying to share with you from Mm -hmm. them. You know, Mm -hmm. this might be the first time that they've ever spoken about something. And then you just hijack their whole stage. You know what I'm saying? You have just completely hijacked um, that particular situation. Mm -hmm. And then when we do say stuff like, you know, hey, may I share my story? And they say, yes, you don't want to, again, make it all about you. So you don't want to spend a whole lot of time about you. Just tell the part that's relevant to their story or the Mm -hmm. part that's going to help them to get over that. They don't need to know from the Rudy to the tootie. You know what I mean? They don't need to know that part. Just what is relevant about your story that will connect with them to help them to, you know, bring out that other thing and maybe make them go, oh, you know, or man, I'm not alone. Right. So. Right. And and that's so important, ladies and gentlemen. So when we're sharing, so we're talking about us talking to individuals and sharing our stories. And, but what we have to make sure we understand is the individuals that's listening to the story. What do you think that your story is going to do? Right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in, just tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. This is the Sanity Check. We're talking about the power of your story and Mm -hmm. how you've gone through things and how your story can encourage other individuals to go through things as well. And it is necessary, but you also have to understand your audience. All right. Understand your audience, because there may be times when you have experienced something, but you may not be well versed in communicating that to a certain audience. It's okay to receive coaching. Okay. (laughs) Listen, it's okay to receive some coaching to learn how to communicate the right message the right way. What you think about that, Camille? That's true. Storytelling, people think that, you know, oh, you can just get up or this person just gets up and tells their story. You know, stories have specific elements to them, you know, that grab a a person's attention, that keeps them interested, that plays on emotions, that, you know, when you're coming from an authentic place and you're just sharing your story, you're just giving it real and raw. You know what I mean? And you don't understand that there are those mechanics are still in play. You know what I mean? You're you're bearing your soul. You're connecting with the energy of the other person or with the experience of the other person. You are, um, you know, sharing the highs and the lows of that because you'll see people. They be like, dang, down. I was down and done. But then I was thinking, like, fool, what you doing over here? Like, you know, and so there's that element of humor that's often thrown in there. Mm -hmm inadvertently and unintentionally, but we do that because that's what storytelling is, right? So we're telling these things, we're recalling these things, but there is a specific um, structure 
um, to effective storytelling, mm. uh, which is really funny because, you know, like you, you used to sit down with grandma. She used to just tell you what it was, you know what I mean? Tell you going through all this. And as I look back, you know, talking about studying or studying, you know, the power of your stories, um, I can see all those things in play in just mm -hmm. conversations mm -hmm. with her, you know? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you? I mean, you know, when it comes down to, when it comes down to the story, I realize this, what is one of the most important things at that time is the individual's time, right? <laughs> so I need to make sure the story that I pick to uh, that's suitable for that situation is right on point, right on time. So just like you said, there's some mechanics to it. <laughs> a, I understand where you're coming from. B, here's a short story. And see, this is what I learned from that. However, what happens is individuals, good morning, good morning. What's good morning. going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, Crystal. Hey. How you feeling? So what happens is individuals will get on a tangent when they say, hey, I got a quick story for you. Or, oh, you know what they say, to make a long story short. We'll make it short then. <laughs> Stop talking so dang on much. Just right? one more thing, one more thing, one, one, one more thing. thing. Hold, hold on, on, hold on. You know, it's it, one more thing. Hold on. Shut up. <laughs> well, let me just tell you this real quick. <laughs> right. Look, you said what you just said four times already. So not only did I get it, but now I'm more focused on your story and your point versus what I was trying to learn. Now, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out what you're going to do next. What? You see? So we have to understand that not every story has to be long and drawn out just to paint the dang on picture. You could just scribe it real quick, right? And then listen, let it go. Let them come up with their own, you know, interpretation. You yes. know what I'm saying? Chill yes. on out. So I think that, like I said, when it comes down to telling stories and sharing your stories, understand that you're giving individuals a little drip drop, you know, of a jewel. You don't have to give them a whole, what is it when you're writing in school, a dissertation? <laughs> Listen. The hey, whole novel of your life. Here right. you go. Like, okay, that happened when you was 11 years yeah. old and you remember everything about it, the color of your dress and the color of the person that did it to you. Got it. What's the point? Wrap it up. You remember that Dave Chappelle? They used to have when somebody was uh talking too long, it's like on the uh, uh they say, Hey, wrap it up. Okay, mm -hmm. wrap it up, get on off the stage. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure that if we do have a story, set it, forget it, go about your business and make sure your intent is there. What you think? Absolutely, because you'll lose people when you get into un unimportant details and you go around the mulberry bush. I'm, I'm kind of like that too. You know, when people just keep talking about nothing, you know, or the unimportant things or things that don't pertain to whatever it is, I don't need to know the whole backstory. I just need the part that's relevant for now because time is precious. Time is money. You know, time is attention, <laughs> attention. And a lot of us don't have it. So, you know, I, I don't want to tune out, especially when I'm, you know, trying to be in the moment with that person, or especially when there's time limits on something, you don't want to hijack that entire time either. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful about, you know, the details that you do choose, make mm -hmm. them meaningful. Make mm -hmm. them memorable and make mm -hmm. them, you know, or or express them in a way that you again don't hijack that other person's experience. Yeah. So 
Yo, yeah, like, hey, yeah, look, shout out to Lily. He says, sometimes we think that we're helping or relating by telling our story, but exactly. it takes away from the other per person's moments, right? And 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 then that's if they're if they want to share. So that's the key. It, look, Larry, no doubt. Like, yo, get to the point. Because it's like, hey, mm -hmm. look, if I love you enough or appreciate you enough, I want to be able to share something with you just for you to sometimes give me a little bit of guidance. And then, mm -hmm. hey, you might be so willing to share your story that you don't realize that the other person didn't ask for it. Right. Like, hey, check it out. <laughs> you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what you went through, but mm -hmm. hey, if you waking up today, right, had a conversation with someone today about it and said, look, if you woke up today, you have an opportunity to learn more. So even though you went through something, that doesn't mean that, okay, you need to do what I did. You right. get what I'm saying? So, and let me tell you how to do it. Now, like, yo, what are you doing? You see what I'm saying? So yes, you're taking that away from people. You are. And the other thing is, you know, when we're hopping from story to story, so we have one way. Oh, hold on. Let me just tell you about this real quick. Let me tell you. What, and you're jumping all over. And then it's like you completely lost the essence of that moment, the power of that moment where you could have capitalized on that, that thing, that point, that person's issue or whatever. Now you just you went on a whole adventure, you know, and it's like, OK, I don't know where this is. And then it's like, oh, I forgot what I was trying to say. Yeah, I forgot how to bring that back, you know, because we don't went on this, you know, whole tangent about all these things that were not relevant to the person, the story, or our experience with it. And a so, damn thing, everything. So you you'll lose people there too. And you know, it the thing about storytelling, Seth, if I may, mm -hmm. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, look, I'm gonna be that person right now. I gotta take off on the stage. When me and my mom be on the, on the talk, or when she's like talking, and my mother, you know, she loves to talk, and she she mm -hmm. has a really a lot mm -hmm. of wisdom and everything like that. But yeah. sometimes she be jumping around. And I'd be like, Mom, too long, too long. Time <laughs> out. Cut it off. Like I will come tap and be like, too long. And she's <laughs> yeah. And, and look, that's the point. That's what I was going to ask. And ladies and gentlemen, if y'all tuning in, hey, good morning, good morning. But you, we're talking about how important it is to share your story. But when do you, what's the best way that you can let a person know, hey, I got it. Right. I got it. Yo, I got I got it. Because you don't want to be a jerk and say, hey, okay, bruh, you know, you cut it off. So how do you let individuals, because, you know, Camille, to your point, you know, your mother and, you know, you say, yeah, okay, that's, mama. you know, yeah, that, that's, that's mom dudes, right? So you can say that. But if you have someone that's coming to you in confidence, they really want to mm -hmm. hear, you know, they want you to hear them. And then, you know, but they keep on going on. Mm -hmm. How do you get them to wrap it on up? So oftentimes I'll um I'll kind of interject if it's just going way left or way too long out like you know can I just jump in for a minute you know and so I bring it back to the point at hand and you know I'll say okay and then I'm like well thank you for sharing your story if it's more than one person you know what I mean thank you for sharing your story um let me give somebody else an opportunity is there anything that maybe related to to that person so they don't feel left out or to the point that we're trying to make. And mm -hmm. so when I'm in group settings and we're doing that, that's how I bring the, the room back to the original point. And sometimes I, you know, and I will, I will choose something specifically 
it's like, let me interject real quick. So I heard you say, woo, 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 mm -hmm. and then I'll tie that back into that thing so that they still feel heard and valued. They don't feel like they were, you know, uh, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let somebody else talk about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I try to, to be as gentle that way as possible. If it's a one-on-one, -on -one, I'll still yeah. interject, you know, yeah. and bring it back to the point. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. But first, hey, look, good morning, everybody. Good do morning. us a favor. Do us a favor. Hit that share button. It only takes two seconds. Look, it's, you, your finger probably over it right now. <laughs> Hit the share button. Let folks know that you are down with the sanity check. And we're talking about the yes, power of your story. So keep in mind, we're not necessarily talking about, you know, people that just are, you know, have you know, uh, uh, chief running miles and don't know how to cut it on off. We're talking about how important it is for you to share your story in the right way because you can ultimately help someone. Lily says, <laughs> cut off phrase, what are you planning to do about it, right? Or how did you deal with that? Yes, yes. right. So why they going on? So so what you get? <laughs> I know. Lily, my friend, where you been? I miss your comments. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but that's the truth. Like sometimes you're like, oh, really? Word. Yeah. So yeah, what, what you plan on doing? Hey, hey, hey. so <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Sometimes people need that level of accountability to yes. throw it back at them. So, so basically, what you're doing is you're telling me how much of the hero you are, mm -hmm. or you're the victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the two. So now my job is to say, okay, now what? What you? You see, right. and they, they back it on up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That so it was a lesson crazy. in that, you know, would you yeah. ever do that again? Or how would you work with that different? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Working uh, and getting it in. Shout out to everybody yeah. that's out there that's that's chiming in, that's watching, right? We do appreciate y'all. Y'all yes. talking about our power, the power of our story and how the things that you go through can help someone else go through that too, but better. Because I, I had a conversation with an individual at work the other day and, you know, they said that, you know, um, I see my daughter is, she has been protected and here she is getting ready to graduate high school, but I feel as though she is not ready. And because she says, the reason why I feel this way is because the things that I went through, I wanted to protect her from those things so she didn't experience and then so i threw it back at her like this i said sometimes when we go through different potholes in life we feel it but then our children we want to protect them from those potholes the deal is we should be able to be there tell them hey those potholes are there and they hurt you understand but right. let them run over it if they say well you know what uh, whatever <laughs> It didn't come back. No, you're right. Do, 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 do. So it's a way to tell the story, to lead, but to also let individuals experience it at the same time. What do you think about that? Absolutely. We do that a lot. You know, our own experiences shadow a lot of times, you know, or or kind of, I keep like, I don't know why hijack is in my mind. Hijack other people's experiences, right? So even our children, I had to realize that what I went through, they probably won't go through. You know what I mean? And I share my story or I don't want y'all to have to go through this, but you need to learn how to get through life, you know, and I am not going to be there 24 mm seven. -hmm. So here are some of my experiences. These are the things that you should look out for. 
mm-hmm. you know, not to say, but if you want to go to a concert or you want to go hang out, do that, do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. You know, here's some things that maybe you should have on you. Mm-hmm. Always have a little, you know, pocket money for yourself that you can get, you know, a cab or Uber, Uber, or you can get something to eat, or you can, you know, like things like that. You can make an emergency phone call if you need to have a battery charger, have a little, uh, look at me. I'm not condoning violence, you know, a little K plate or some mace or whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? They have many ones. They have many ones. (laughs) So, you know, we ain't doing switchblades and pocket, you know, that type of things, but they have little bitty ones, you know, but just, you know, as a measure, especially when you're raising children, girls, you know, as a measure of protection. And like I said, I'm not condoning violence, but, you know, also I'm not telling you to be scared. I'm telling you to be prepared. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the difference. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not, and sometimes there are some places like my older daughter, you know, she's 24 and she wants to go and do, and I just shake my head. I'm like, look, you know how I feel about it. Be careful. Mm -hmm. I know mom, I will, I'll call you. And she does, you know? And um, so I don't want to, totally derail her life experience because mine was not good. You know, Um, she has to have her own stories to tell. Absolutely. And so I don't want her to live life, my life, uh, you know, because I was trying to protect, protect them from everything. And and so you're absolutely right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And those of you that's just tuning in, we want to welcome you on to another sanity check. And we're talking about sharing your story and how important it is. And with that, in that respect, I remember going through some things back home, uh, you know, in high school. And my mother was watching me from a distance. Okay. She was watching me from a distance. Uh, oh, look, she said, got pepper spray. Yep. It's stun gun charging in my car. Hey, okay. So that's how y'all pack it right hey. on. So, <laughs> So, but you know, I we've been through some things. Oh yeah, hey, but but that's the point, right? So I came home one day, and I want y'all to pick up what I'm putting down because I ain't gonna put it all out there. But you can dig it, right? Because we grown. So I came home one day uh, in the middle of the night, you know, a little out there. You dig? And so my mom saw me, and she was like, "Hey, what's going on with you?" Right? And she, was, I was startled, if you will, and you know, very nervous, if you can dig it. And so I said, "Hey, mama." Uh, she said, hey, what's going on? You okay? You okay? She was really in my face, right? Giving me the heebie-jeebies. I was scared, right? And so when I finally came to, if that makes sense, I said, hey, um, you know, she says, here, look, sit down. Let me talk to you. And she talked to me. She says, hey, I know what you're doing. I know what's going on. She says, I used to do the same thing. Right. And I'm like, whoa. So what that does is it shows humility. So when you're sharing your story, it gives individuals the opportunity to see you at a different level. Like, wow, like you never known. So individuals that you have such high regards for, you would never think they would do certain things that you have done, but they are willing to show you, yo, I'm human too. I did it. And look, this is the deal. She said, I did what you used to do and I got caught. She said, (laughs) right. So what she told me was, I respect the fact that, you are still doing the things that you're doing in school, right? I was on honor roll. I was still getting it, but I had, you know, it was a weekend, mm-hmm. so I didn't care, right? So she says, but look, be careful, boo, 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 and just don't be stupid. She says, you're stupid if you keep doing things that you get caught. She said, don't be like me, right? And I was like, wow, you see what I'm saying? So ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about us sharing our story and how important it is and what that can do, it can humanize individuals. You've dealt with that, Camille? Oh, absolutely. You know, my kids be like, they'll tell everybody like, we can't get away with nothing. 
Like, you know, and I'm like, mom, how you know? Because I did what you did. You know what I mean? And um, I, my oldest daughter was like, man, I, I swear, ain't that she tell my friend, don't y'all don't even try it because my mama already know. And my youngest one's like, dang, mom, like, did you do everything? I'm like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> right. right. And you are my child. So I, I see behaviors. I see attitudes. I see, you know, what you're doing, friends, things like that. And I can put two and two together. Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, but I do I do share my stories with my children. Me, mm-hmm. We have a very open uh, relationship. Now, I try to spare them the horrible details. Yes. But um, I do them enough because, like I said, when my daughter, youngest daughter was 11, you know, she was asking me about my relationships. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, baby, you don't need to know about that. You know, kid. she was like, well, how am I supposed to know how to uh, get through life if you don't tell me how, you know, what you go through? And I was just kind of like, yeah, absolutely right. And I found that I can do that in a way that doesn't traumatize my children, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, still allows them to get the lesson out of it. Yes. But then they understand also that mom has been through some things. Yes. And here's why I make the decisions that I make, or here's, mm-hmm. you know, the backstory. So all the time, you know, <laughs> my mother was a, she was a goody two shoes. I was not, I think I took after my father, you know, mm-hmm. he, he called himself the packing preacher because mm-hmm. my daddy was known to always have his gun on his hip. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, my daddy was a force to be reckoned with. Well, mm-hmm. I got that gene. <laughs> and um, so, you know, my mom was in her good girl role and I was, you know, like my father. And so it took her a while to catch on. Mm-hmm. It took her a while. But um, when she did, you know, she really didn't know what to do with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we had some hard times and I and I had some hard, hard experiences growing up because of my hard head. Yeah. Um, so I just tell my children, you know, although I don't want you to go through the same thing and you can learn mm-hmm. from other people's experiences and stories. You know, I understand that there's a natural curiosity in life and you have yeah. to live your life, but be careful. Like your mom, Absolutely. be careful. You have to. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a pause for the calls. But when we come back, we're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. One of the things. What about people who like to embellish <laughs> their stories to try to impress their listeners? And also, yes, those one uppers. Right. So, yeah. Yo, look, those are yeah, yeah. We're gonna we gonna the get worst kind. Yes, yes, worst kind. So hey, y'all stick around and we'll be right, right back. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC is a minority female-owned nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner Jackie Dozier has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, 
providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about the power of your and how important it is to share it. But before we go up in there, I do want to let you guys know that we appreciate all of your help and support for the village today. Going shopping, okay, going shopping to get these kids these board games and the cards and everything that they need. And for those that profit organization in St. Louis, Missouri, that help mentor, coach, and, and inspire and teach young men how to be better men, right? So, but during the uh, COVID pandemic, there's individuals that weren't able to leave their their home due to the whatever type of compromised situations, health uh, situations that they've had. So their the incentive is to give board games so that they can still talk and have fun with their family. So with the Lions Pride Network has done, we created this incentive called in front of the in front of the mic incentive where we give. And that's what we're doing. So thanks to all of you, we will be able to go shopping for those kids today. So y'all watch out for those pictures so y'all can see that these kids is learning how to play bid whist. You understand? <laughs> hey, for those of you that don't know, you got to get it together. Get your bid whist and your dominoes situated. But yes, shout out to everybody that has given and everything. We do appreciate y'all. Now, going back, and we talked a little bit about sharing your story and those one-uppers, okay? Those individuals that want to share their story, but now they, uh, instead of sharing their story, they want the whole stage and now it become now they're the ted talk you understand what, 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 what you giggling about camille what do what, you think about that i just thought about the whole um back in the day i don't know why i'm echoing but back in the day the whole kanye and taylor swift <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yo, yo, what you're saying is all right, but uh, check this out. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, shut up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like we said before, it it brings down. It it just diminishes the whole purpose of that. Now, have you ever dealt with someone that was the one upper? And no matter what the conversation was, they said, "Oh yeah, well, guess what happened to me?" And it, you get what I mean. Every situation. Have you ever dealt with that? I have. I have. Mm -hmm. Because again, like I said, I, I've gone through a lot of things in my life. I try to use those specific situations for a specific person or scenario. Mm -hmm. But um, there are some people who just feel like they have to have the stage when nobody is talking to them. And I give it to them, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, because I do, because at that point, it's not about me. It's about the person or, you know, the other. And so I just let listen and I, I, I give them relinquish it for a while. Mm -hmm. But what you'll find out with those people with um, um, one uppers and things like that is kind of like my mom was saying, you know, they start embellishing stories and they start adding and everybody be like, really? Like, you know, and then you tell, <laughs> they know what you tell, tell it a whole different way, a whole nother time. And you like, Right. So I let them have the stage sometimes, um, you know, unless it's something where I really have to step in and do it. And um, because ultimately, you know, my story is my story and it'll get to the people who need it. And people come back and they be like, so you were saying this. So, you know, OK, so. So I'm a little different right on. So <laughs> what I do is if 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 there is a story going on, OK, and if 
the individual that has the issue, they're sharing the story and I'm a listener, I'm a receiver, they are the sender, but individuals want to inject themselves, right? And say, well, no, I remember when, or I get you because when it happened to me, you know, they, it, I got robbed too. And then so what I do is I try to find a way to use some Jedi mind trick as they bring themselves in the story. I bring themselves out of it. You dig? And say, okay, right on, but back to you. Yeah. It depends on it depends on the, the situation. Hey, I'm cut through with it because yeah. what I don't like individuals to do is to feel disrespected, right? She says, her mom says, I've seen the one uppers and embellished in church testimonies, right? Maybe some reason church cut them off. Listen, yes, look, sometimes you got to uh cut people's mic <laughs> off. Like, hey, uh <laughs> Because I just want to say, look, I remember I was going through this and then this happened and this about a right on. Okay. Right, right on. However, what not everybody is going through that current thing, but we have to be mindful of our audience, just like I said. You know what I mean? Just like I said. But but you you have to make sure that you help individuals, right? You help individuals. And if you understand that their story is important. You help to create that space that they feel confident confident in in sharing it. Yes, yes, and I and I do that a lot, especially if I'm in a in a um, facilitator or instructor role, and people you know mm-hmm. want to one up or somebody sharing a story or something. I'm very very good at redirecting, or you know, this is not the time. Um, <laughs> I do them all. <laughs> I do. It up. I do. <laughs> people always they always say like. You did that so smooth, like, you know, and, and that's the point. I don't want to embarrass anybody, especially in those types of settings. Now, if it's just a one-on-one conversation, sometimes I'm just shut up. Like, anybody's mm-hmm. me, you know, but um, I try not to be that harsh, but sometimes I am. Um, if it's that one person, you know, that you that's always trying to do that. But I've learned to have some tact about it because it often happens in a more structured um you know, setting mm-hmm. where it is a f- facilitation or an instruction or somebody's uh, sharing something about when that happens, I know how to reel them in real, Absolutely. real good. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there's times when we have to um, bring other energy in to kind of uh, redirect what that individual is trying to inject in the conversation, right? Absolutely. Because there are times, there are times when a you know, the setting is created for learning, okay, or or created for inspiration. However, based off of the story that you are sharing may bring down the whole vibe. And now everybody is focused on who did what to you and why for. You get what I'm saying? So now we sit down listening to your story like it's a soap opera. Now we so, so now when we're leaving, Right. Whatever the the meeting or or this facilitation or this uh, whatever the case is, we're leaving that now we're more focused on you than the whole purpose of us even coming. So we need to be cognizant of what is the reason why, which hey, just like wait, the acronym wait. Right. Why am I talking? So you want to ask yourself, how do I want individuals to feel after I'm done talking? Mm -hmm. If you go into a conversation wanting individuals to be encouraged, if you want them to feel better about a a different situation, whatever the case is, keep that in the forefront of your mind and know when to cut it off and bring it back to them. 
Exactly. Or um, I'll, I'll just give you guys, and we're talking about the power of our story here, you know, and I'm, I'm very open about a lot of my stories because there's no one single story in my life. There's a series of stories. And so um, just as an example, I was teaching what we call green dot back in the day or violence prevention. And so I'm a violence prevention coordinator. And so we had to, um, you know, teaching about sexual harassment and, and, and changing the culture in the workplace. And so I do have a very compelling uh, story. So in one particular uh, course, I, I used to talk about when I was 15, I got kidnapped. And so there were some some traumatic things that happened. Uh, I don't go into the dirty details of what happened, but I was, exp you know, talking about this and how there was one person who made a, a choice, um, put his life on the line for me that got me home. You know, and um, I talk about him. I call him my angel and his name is Duke. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, you know, as I'm telling this story and I, and I you know, I only take the first five, maybe 10 minutes of the course um, to explain this. But as I'm going through the story, you know, there are some highs and some lows. But at the end of the day, and I'm like, if it wasn't for the one person who made the choice to separate from the crowd and say, hey, let me help her. You know, I may not be standing here today. And yeah. I've been able to share my story and I've been able to, um, you know, help others who have been in similar situations. And I've been and, you know, so we go through and we're like laughing and joking and everything. And so one particular when this guy's just bawling, he's bawling in the class, bawling, bawling. Mm -hmm. We go on a break and I'm like, are you OK? He's like, I just I just, you know, and it was just that, <laughs> that my story. He was like, I just can't believe. And I'm like, I'm here. You know, I'm I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm laughing. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching you guys some mm -hmm. things. And then I found out that it resonated with him, mm -hmm. you know, in his own personal life. And it so it had triggered something in him. Mm -hmm. So I'm also very careful now before yeah. I begin my story to say, hey, you mm -hmm. know, I'm going to talk about some real stuff. And yeah. here's kind of what it entails. If it's a trigger for you, then absolutely. If you want to get up and walk out, then please do. You know, I don't get go into the dirty details or anything like that. Um, but, you know, it caused him to go out and get help, though, mm -hmm. you know, because it was that connection. It's connecting the story, what we're talking about, our personal experience. You bringing them through those, you know, hills and valleys. Yeah. And at the end, I always leave on a high note. Mm -hmm. I never leave them with that baggage, you know, right. because I don't have that baggage. I can tell the story now because I've gone through some things in counseling and healing and, you know, still, still mm -hmm. do. There's some residuals, mm -hmm. but um, at the end of the day, here I am. You know what I mean? Life is good. So, yeah, and, that, and that's good. And so even with that being said, individuals need to know when they have that skill and when they don't, it is okay. Yes. Because what I mean by that is just because we went through something does not mean that we are able or we are skilled enough to communicate that to other individuals. You have to have the knowledge and the certain training to set the stage correctly. You get what I mean? Like, for example, what we do, right? What we do, it's years of training, years of coaching, years of learning, and years of learning how to connect with people versus just communicate with mm -hmm. people, right? So we we are in a situation where it becomes easy -er for us. Now, not everybody have that skill and they feel as though because they went through something, oh, that's my, I'm a witness now, so now I can talk about it. Ah, not yet. <laughs> Yeah. Not yet, because the way individuals will 
pick up what you're saying can leave them more confused than they were before they actually, you know, came to listen to you. So when you're sharing your story, make sure it's carved right. And so what we want to do is make sure we give you all some information on how to do that. You can get with Toastmasters, right? Toastmasters is a great thing. You can also go to, uh, you can go to other, um, you know, get with other coaches to help you to formulate your story because everyone has a story. Your story and the things that you went through are valid. Okay. But you also have to make sure that if you want to share it, it's packaged the right way. And then, because what I'm saying is, if it's not packaged the right way, you can't be upset when individuals take it the wrong way right? Because you didn't prepare it correctly, right? And you can't expect individuals to take what you said and and, and feel it and hold it with such uh, care because you didn't put the care behind it in order to communicate with individuals. You get what I'm saying? What do you Absolutely. Think? It, there, there, it is very strategic. Storytelling mm-hmm. is very strategic. Mm-hmm. It's done for a reason. Even, you know, our ancestors and, you know, Native American cultures, you know, Chinese, Japanese, they were very strategic in their stories. There was always an underlying lesson that was interwoven in it. They just didn't give you the guts and didn't leave you there. No, it was a, it was a story of, you know, the, the, um, the what do you call it the adversity that they faced it was a story of how they had to you know critical thinking how they had to get through how they had to outsmart people how they had to um you know come together and collaborate how they had to you know build these villages of people of parents when certain things were happening and the result of that so stories are always they are very um structured. There's a lot of mechanics to stories, but here's the thing I want. I don't want people to walk away from today thinking that you have to be perfect in telling your story, Mm -hmm. right? So there's so much power in just telling your story. Um, You start there. You know, you, if, I think a lot of times there's a lot of people out there. I know my mom was like, you know, you have powerful stories and waiting on a book, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people out there who have books in them. They have, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I won't say everybody. I'll say there's a lot of people. You could, I guess you could. Everybody could, yeah. Um, but there are some people that that's what they're they're called to do, or they mm-hmm. have that you know that thing in them. But they worry too much about um, is it going to sound right? Is it going to do all these things? Well, there are people in place that do that. You know, like my friend, I, I edited her book, and I got journal transcripts. You know, a whole bunch of them that I had to pit, put together and figure out, and do some research and ask, and all kinds of things to formulate that whole That's the from point. the Ruby to the story. You mm-hmm. know, and then I had to extract things that weren't necessarily important. Mm-hmm. I had to elaborate on things that were great lessons, or you know, very important for her culture, and so. I would say if you're one of those people that have a book in you, don't wait to get it absolutely right. What you need to do is find the right people who can help develop that for you, understand structuring mechanics, and then go. But yes, to your point, um, Seth, like I said, I just want people to get that part. Sometimes you can do more damage than good if you're not careful. Um, But we all have a story. We need to tell our stories. We need to for healing as well. 
That's you know, right. it, you can't hide, heal what you hide. That's and right. so even if it's a trusted friend or a counselor or, you know, your whoever it is that's close to you that you you have trust in, sometimes you just have to do word bombing, you know, uh, get it all out. But understand, too, sometimes you got to give a disclaimer to like, look, I'm going through some things yeah, and because we got to be emotionally ready to take that as well. Too. <clears throat> so. Too. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. And and also, too, keep this in mind, family. Not everybody who look, put it like this. Everyone has a story. Not every story needs to be told. There are stories that need to be shown, if that makes sense. Right. So what I mean by that is this. You may not be able to put your story in a book, but you can put your story in the way that you treat other people. You understand? Uh, the way that, it, look, you can put it in something like this, like another sanity check. You understand? Yes. So it doesn't have to be in a physical book. However, you have to feel, you have to find the way to communicate your story to individuals in every different, or if, if not every one facet of it, meaning... Yes. A, a facet of your senses. So you get individuals that can pick up through the uh, through the reading, right? And maybe through music. You can tell your story through your artistic notes. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Because people can, that resonates with individuals, right on? Even you can, art. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the thing is, it's not always in a book. Your story mm-hmm. does not have to be typed. You dig yes. what I'm saying? Not everybody have that gift and not everybody needs other people to do that. You get what I'm saying? Because with that being said, I remember when I did my book, I had two different editors. The reason why is because I wanted not just my voice there, but I want someone to edit my stuff and edit the other person's stuff, but then it would still, you know, there. So I needed those eyes. So the thing is, we have so many different talents that we can utilize Mm -hmm. to and uh, that, that that we can utilize to tell our stories to essentially help people. So, yes. what? How do you? How can you tell a story to an individual that can't read? Yes. You so, yes. And there, there's so many creative ways to do that. Uh, like you were talking about, sometimes it's a uh, video, or or it could be um, art. Actual people, you know, tell whole stories in pictures. Um, other people. There's uh, stories in clothing. You know, a lot of the Native Americans or Africans or, you know, co- uh, yeah. tribal people, yeah. um, they tell stories by the garments that they have on or the symbols that are on, you know, the placement, the colors. There's an entire story. Uh, some people, that's how they they get out. It's that creative thing that, you know, this is the way that it manifests. And it's not yeah. always in a book. And it's not always audible, you yeah. know? And so we have to look at ourselves. Some people like poems, you yeah. know, instead of just a book, they, they do poetry that's right. or spoken word. That's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, whatever that is, though, there are so many stories in us. And we just have to learn. I was in a, look at me, I got a thousand stories. <laughs> I had to stop myself. See? Anyway, I was in the store. No, it's very relevant, though. So I was in a couple courses and we're talking about how we don't know that we're creative. Mm-hmm. And so when it's hard to, you know, people tell us to tell our story. We automatically think we have to sit down and write this long. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. that's not it. It's using your creative faculties. Mm-hmm. 
to find out which uh, way is best for you. That's you right. know, so I ain't going. I was it wasn't a long story, but I'm just saying, you Look know, you. Not, not, hey, you know what you're doing now. now you start to think like, damn, am I talking to? <laughs> no, it's OK. It's OK. We, hey, this is the standing check. It's OK. But look, to your point, even to uh, even to your mom's point. Yes. Tattoo stories. You, yes. Right, listen, I got like 20 something. Right. And they all means all mean something. But see, this is the deal. Your stories or the things that you have, that art, it mm-hmm. opens up the space to have a story. For example, my, uh, where is it on this side? There it is. So I have a rose here, right? Mm -hmm. Right here on my neck, but it's not too crazy. So I ain't looking freaky, but it's right here on my neck, but it represents the, the, the manifestation, not necessarily manifestation, but the, uh, uh, the life, but also with the death and the life of my mother, because (laughs) what she gave me is blooming. You understand? Deal. So that helps create a story right on. And so that is a way that we can connect with people, especially those that have lost someone that is dear to them. Like, hey, this is how I express and how I honor her. Right. Because I love art. I love tattoos, but I love will always love her. And whatever happened to my body, that's going to be there. You dig? Because she's going to be there. But then here's something else crazy. Did y'all ever think, and hey, if y'all can dig it, y'all can dig it. If not, whatever. There are stories in dancing, just oh, like absolutely. you said, with um, like a native, uh, 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 like our, our Native Americans and Africans. And don't forget stateside, what you think crip walking is. Check it out. It's a story in that. It but you got to know is. how to read it. You know what I'm saying? But so it's different ways we can communicate, right? It, it, there, there's but it's so natural for us to do, but do what's natural for you. So that's a quick transition to being able to tell your story your way. You (laughs) understand? And watch this. Can't nobody tell your story. Come on now. Can't nobody tell your story better than you. (laughs) So if you put your story in someone else's hands, (laughs) How do you think that they're going to uh, shape it and formulate that? You think what you think about that, Camille? Well, you know that that's been my story here over the last eight months. You know, having somebody literally put their life story in my hand, mm-hmm. and I always would say, laugh like you really trusted me with your life, girl. You only get one shot at this, you know. <laughs> but for whatever reason, she trusted me enough to do that. But I, I did learn a lot in that process because um, I had to put myself in her shoes. Mm-hmm. I had to become her character in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I had to go through and judge it my own emotion Mm -hmm. and make sure that that was hers, you know, as we're talking. And again, finding out the history of it so that I did her story service. And, you know, in terms of that, because I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to ruin anybody else's story. And if if things are off track, let me know. You know what I mean? If this isn't what it is, or this is, you know, I'm a little off here, please help me. But to see the response to that, that, you can find people. And, I, you know, I'm just thinking low on me. You know what I mean? She asked me to do it. But the impact that it is making in the South Sudanese community, not just the South Sudanese, but a lot of African communities, the the reviews that it got just are jaw dropping. But, you know, you have to be careful. And that's why I said, what would what would make you think that I could be the one? You know, that the, the heads of these people are writing back and saying, this is a book that everybody in our communities need to, 
to read. This is, and I'm like, why would you trust me with your life? Literally, you know, she was like, I don't know. It was like, it just dropped in my heart. God put it in my heart to, to choose you. And I was like, and so I had to yeah. go inside and I learned a lot about myself too, that because I am a storyteller, mm-hmm. because I do have stories mm-hmm. um, that can also translate into helping other people. But you do have to be careful because you I've read other true. people's stories that they've put in the hands of other people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I oh, didn't yeah. and I, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to. And my prayer was always, God, let this thing do what it's supposed to. And please let me do her service, her story service. So, you know what? And I would say this too, for first for your, uh, in, in your particular situation, the thing is, if you have a gift to, to, to tell a story and to help put stories together that, and, and especially a gift of giving, why not? So if someone has uh, has that thought and that that feeling like, you know, I think Camille would be great at that. And I believe and like I feel her spirit, then it ain't too much to, to think about. It, it is what it is. It's not all oh, because, look, it's a difference between warriors and warriors. You dig? If you spend too much time worrying about things, you you can't get it in. So we're going to talk about other ways to step to tell your story. Let's say I'm and I'm a, a a singer, right, or a rapper. It's important for me to find the right producer to help to take my story so that not only can individuals hear it and understand it from with, with the left side of their brain, but the right music to activate the right side of the brain. So they are feeling it both ways, not just from their mind, but also their hearts. So we need to make sure we are able and willing to connect with the right producers to help get things to where we needed to go. For example, there might be individuals out there that's great at doing one thing, but you would be better with help. All right. You can, your, your, your story can reach millions instead of just hundreds, right. Or tens or just your family. If you can connect with another producer that is great at doing something that you are not in that you trust. Now, don't get me wrong. Not everybody is good at doing that, but they make you think they are, but look at their track records, right on, look and see what they have produced and look at the things that, uh, 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 the individuals that they've connected with, yes, the individuals that they helped, the individuals that they, they've served mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I think it would be right on time. And then you connect with them to mm-hmm. get your story out there anyway, from a book, from a song, even dance. Like Camille, she said she can't dance, save her life. Or didn't. But then, but, but, but look, but, hey, but let's take this off. She got someone to help her to learn how to salsa and to Latin dance. But with that being said, she can now express herself in movement, but had to have someone help her to do that. So we got to be able to get outside of ourselves to do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I, I, I could, you know, I have rhythm. You know, we take, we have to have the basics, you know, for people to work with. I have rhythm now, you know, I could dance other ways, but I could not dance Latin dance. <laughs> oh, look, look, don't we, don't we. <laughs> I know I told my story, but, <laughs> but yeah, so he could work with that. And then my willingness 
there to try something new. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the book, my willingness to say yes, even though it was something that I wasn't. Because uh, honestly, you know, we have to challenge ourselves, even with our stories. Mm-hmm. You know, how much of that can we tell? You know, pushing ourselves out of our box. And a lot of people like stories fall flat um, when you just talk about facts. Mm-hmm. You know, we we want to skip the emotional part, but that's the part that connects with people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing in reading a list of facts, then reading and where you, you can see yourself and you can feel what that person is going through. Those are the kind of books that like grab me. You know what I mean? That I can put myself in that person's place. Mm-hmm. So a book is not just a book or a story is not just a story. You have to have certain elements, like you said, to connect with that person, whether it's music, that 808 bass, that, you know, mm-hmm. heartbeat that you got mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. you know, that tribal something, you know, telling that story. And then those there's those people that have like the little things like Pharrell, you know what I mean? You Yeah, you got the bass and you got the main thing, but it's those little, those little, you know, that you can hear in the background, but Mm -hmm. you have to have a certain kind of ear to have that. And Mm -hmm. so when you, like you said, a song could be good, but when you couple it with somebody else who can hear the Mm in-between, the little things, man, that thing can get great. You know, so that's, that's super, super important. Very important. Yes. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, family, we want to make sure y'all know that um, you're here on the sanity check and we're talking about the power of your story. The last point that I want to talk about is don't think that people don't want to hear it. Don't think that your story is not good enough. Don't think that, or try not to, and I'm, we're encouraging you to not to feel afraid of sharing your story because there are individuals out there. We will talk about those haters. There's haters out there that don't think that your story is relevant. Okay. It may not be relevant to you right on, but is relevant to me. And if I am going through this, I know for sure somebody else is going through it and they don't see the light of day. And now that I see it and maybe hey, since you didn't go through this, you you can't dig it. But there's other people that may dig it. So I want to encourage you all do not be afraid to share your story. Practice. Talk to individuals that talk to individuals that support you in your story and that understands how important it is for you to birth your story up because there's individuals that don't care. They don't understand that something is inside of you that you need to get out. Some people don't give a damn. You understand? (laughs) So you have to connect with individuals that can help you do that, but don't be afraid and do it in the best way that's comfortable for you so it can naturally happen. Now, what do you think about that, Camille? How important is it to uh, surround yourself with individuals to help you tell your story? It's important. You need a, a good balance. You need the people who are going to be honest with you, you know, who are going to encourage you no matter what. And then they're going to be the people that are going to be honest with you about, you know, certain elements of your story. The people who deter you from telling your story, you might want to be careful about them. But yes, you do need that kind of 360 feedback, so to speak. You need that support system, um, but you need to tell your story. But again, there are experts that help to do that because typically our friends are not the ones that know how to put a story together. <laughs> you know, we're all in the same boat. We're rookies at this, right? Um, so you need to, to find the person. Um, and sometimes it takes not the paper part, but just 
vocalizing it. That's and right. people go, you know what? That's, man, that's something right there. Maybe we can do something with that, mm-hmm. you know? And so you have to, to again, surround yourself with, I always say a diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends range from, you wouldn't believe, and I'm not going to tell it, but I have friends that you would never believe that we would be in the same circle or that we would be on the phone together or we would be, you know, working, collaborating and all this all over the world. So it's um, it's very, very important that you diversify your mm-hmm. your circle, especially when it comes to telling your story, especially if you want to get out of your family and friends circle with your story, you know, maybe put that in print, maybe put that in art, maybe put that in music, maybe put that in video. Um, It's important for you to get outside of that and get an objective view because oftentimes too, people go through things with us, right? And the way that we experience it is not the way that they experience it, especially Mm -hmm. if they weren't the person, the target of whatever happened, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, they may minimize your story because it didn't affect them that way. Or they may Mm -hmm. be like, oh, it wasn't that big a deal, but it really was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And you've had to deal with some things. So you need to get out of that circle and sometimes away from people who know you too well that they think that they can tell your story for you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and then understanding the difference, right? Because, you know, to that to that point, there's individuals that know your story. And like you said, there's individuals that uh, see it a different way. But when you're trying to tell the story to elevate it, sometimes individuals that do know you know other people that can help you and they're not the best suited to do yes. that. So here's something that says, I had a publishing company. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 what you say and and put out good books. Camille's first project was exemplary, right? Made me proud. Yes, yes, yes. Good, <laughs> good, yes. But but I mean, so we we have to be cognizant of those individuals, and but not to stagnate ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. What we're saying mm-hmm. is is that your perspective, and I posted this somewhere, but your perspective would be either your your prison or your passport. So if you you never know where your story can take you and it's not necessarily about you it's about helping others so your story can take you from this point in your life to somewhere else to help other people if it hey, ultimately it's to help others right on so you know you can't be afraid to tell your story the best way that you can Yes. And let me say this too. Um, With that being said, Seth, a lot of times, um, I know that a a lot of us, um, we have stories, right? And our stories are not always our own. So our stories involve other people. And it's the voices of other people that keep us from telling our story. How is this person going to feel? How are they going to react? You know, am I Aaron? dirty laundry or telling my family's business or all those things that people take into consideration, which keeps them, you know, kind of prison to your story, you know, because you're worried about everybody else and how they're going to react and feel about it and what they're going to say and all this kind of stuff. Versus warriors. Yeah. And so you have to kind of push past that. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's that important to you or you know that you have a very compelling story or experience, it doesn't even have to be a story experience that people need to hear about because you can also be a speaker. You Mm -hmm. know, you can take that one experience. your Your life may have been great. But that one experience is the thing that shaped you. And you can be on a stage talking to a million people. Um, There are ways to tell your story without 
telling on people. Now, there are people that are close to you who will put two and two together or whatever the case may be. But you have to decide whether their voice is more important than your voice. Whether, you know, you will allow them to continue to um, keep you hostage to whatever that thing is, you know, and people do that. They they kind of, uh, what is it, kind of threaten people, you know, if you tell, then whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, now that means you have more power over me than I do. See? And so sometimes we have to relinquish that and say, you know what, let it be what it's going to be. That's right. And there are people that, you know, that say and they get mad, but you can change names. You can, you know, do pseudo, whatever you want to do, but you can mm-hmm. still tell your story. Don't let that deter you from telling Absolutely. your story. There's Absolutely. so many ways around that. There is. And, and it's necessary, right? Because mm-hmm. your story is needed. And just like you said, if 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 individuals guilt you mm-hmm. into not sharing their sto- your story, that is control. But mm-hmm. it's control for them, not you. It's your story. It's your joint, right? So you have to be able to do that. It's your truth. However, what we will always encourage is counseling. You Mm -hmm. understand? Hey, your mental health is your wealth right on. So Mm -hmm. if you do not go to the right, to the right individuals to let it out, then you may not feel ever feel comfortable about sharing that. And then Check this out. There may be times when an individual has done you wrong somewhere, sometime in your life, and you never had the courage to confront them, but you have the courage to express it. You see what I'm saying? You have the courage to express it in whichever way that you need to. Again, some individuals have the gift of gab. They can get behind the mic and just make it sound nice, smooth, and don't won't nobody know what it is, but they know that they're getting it out. Then other people have to put it in art, but they, you see this most elaborate uh, uh, emotional piece of art, but this person is putting their life history there, right? And they need to get it out. And that's the way that they can do it. But what I'm encouraging you all to do is to find the mechanics that work for you and make sure that your intent behind your story is always on the other side. So when individuals leaving, if they're seeing your story, if they're listening to your story, if they're eating, and then this is, you might, you might be able to dig this, might not, but individuals put so much love and passion in food. You understand what I'm saying? They can tell a story through their food by saying, hey, look, this is what my mama showed me. This was her, her mother showed her, boo, 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 right? So it's ways to do that, but get that counsel. You understand? Get that. Because if you don't know how to do it the right way, it can come out backwards and then your intent will not be met. Right. So that's what that's what I'm saying. That makes sense. And you point at yourself. What, what you what you saying? Camille? No, I'm you, saying I, I tell stories through food. I told well, you I you love to cook. So, so, so wait. So you tell me you tell stories through making quesadillas. Is I, that do. What you do? I do. Tell me how you do it with quesadilla. So with quesadillas, because I'm from San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the, we, there's these battles, right? Between Tex-Mex, Cali-Mex, these uh, Latin countries, you know, which ones are better? I like the ones that are fresh right off the thing, you know, that they mm-hmm. make right there with the maize. They throw it on a thing, it flattens it out, comes through. But you know what I mean? You can, there's so many things that you can do with quesadillas, with quesad- mm-hmm. quesadillas, you know? And it could be whether this is what my mother liked, you know what I mean? Quesadillas are not just 
Mexican anymore. You can get uh, pulled pork quesadillas. You can get, you know, Jamaican jerk quesadillas. There's a story in there. Why do you infuse those two flavors? It could be because that's my background. You know, oh. my my grandmother was from this place and my mother was from this place and I'm here in America and I infuse those things and I put my own little spice to it. You know, and even when I do a recipe, I love to cook. I always put my own little flavor in it, you know, and then I always inject it in, with love. And mm -hmm. that's my story is that I want people to walk away from my table feeling the love that I put in my food you know, walk away. We just spent, me and my mom came down and, you know, we went to this one place that was supposed to be soul food. Garbage. See, um, It was very well known or whatever. It was mm -hmm. not good. I, I literally left and I was like, this is a Sunday dinner for me. You know what See? I mean? Like, so I went home. My mom's like, uh, can I, I need you to make me this. I want some greens, some macaroni and cheese, some sweet potatoes, some, you know, fried chicken, some black eyed peas, some other, you know what I did? Cornbread, all that. You know what I did? Hmm. Throw it down. See? <laughs> you know? And there you go. There you go. You're absolutely so, right. And, and, and you know what? I've experienced that too, right? There's a low, um, there's a place here not far in St. Louis from me that is known for having soul food, right? And everybody knows this this spot. But of course, I ain't gonna say it, right? Because right. But <laughs> the deal is, it's it, I think in the beginning. It was made to with that whole love, not saying that the love isn't there still, but because of the batch cooking, meaning that you have to make so much boo 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 boo, you miss a little bit of that. You see what I'm saying? Yes. A little bit of that Lowry's in there, right? Just, just, just a little bit of that burnt edge on the side, right? It's, it's little things that have the habit with macaroni and cheese. Let me tell y'all something about macaroni and cheese, y'all. Listen, you need to make sure you got the right amount of cheese. You see, it's about six or seven different types of cheeses. Yes. Pull out, boom, boom, put it back in, let it get burnt on top a little bit, stir a little bit, and then put a little bit of pepper, whatever you got to do. But that's passed down. That's part of your history, right? And so when you hear individuals say, oh, no, go there. They got the best. The first thing that come to my mind is like, ah, oh, I hope somebody mom in the back. Me to like, somebody, grandma, great grandmama nowadays. Grandma, listen, look, I need somebody back there that got the little fat flipping over, <laughs> right? Stirring that joint. Hey, it might sound funny, but it's, that's what I need because I know that there is history yeah. behind that and I can taste the story. You but know but I, mean? I, ain't, I ain't got none of that. You see what I'm saying? I ain't got none of that, but I've been passed down. That's all right. You yeah. got it. You know what I'm saying? But go like this and watch it flip flat. It, it, it ain't doing much. But, but, but so the point is, we have to be able to understand that we can put our stories anywhere. Yeah. And then even when you was talking about quesadillas, I was like, hey, well, what if I made a pork and bean and hot dog quesadilla? What I can't. would that tell people? Hey, listen, that is a It would tell meal. where you came from and what struggles you had. It don't matter. But I'll tell you one thing, it would be delicious. You dig it? Hey, I was going to stay in the tortillas. Pork and bean. You got to flatten it and flip it. You see? You flatten and flip it. and You don't rub it down. But you flat and flip it, you dig, and then you, you see, pour me in the hot dog. Make sure you put some sugar, just a little bit of sugar up in it, right? So it hits you just right, bam. But at the same time, like you're saying, it's showing people, wow, look what he did. Look, look how they in, in, infused it. Think about this. The Kool-Aid. Listen, the Kool-Aid company has already picked up on what we've been doing for years. True. Listen, I'm about to take this lemonade because I don't got enough. 
but I'm going to take this raspberry, you dig, put it together, bam, add that, you know, two, three pounds of sugar, now you got something good. Now you go to the store and they got it called a twist Kool-Aid. Oh, really? That's what y'all call it? Hey, we've been calling it what it was since the 80s. You dig? Hello. So individuals will hijack mm-hmm. your story in a way, but can't nobody do it the way that you do it. Ultimately, that's what it's about. So what's your last point, Camille? I would just say, you know, in this really this storytelling, my, my whole thing is really just tell your story, you know, uh, reach out and find people that that can help develop your story. Your story. I, I always used to pray, God, don't let me be all the stuff that I went through be for nothing for not, you know, and I've learned that by telling my story, I've been able to help so many people, so many people who thought that they were the only one to went along, you know, went through it by themselves. And when I tell bits and pieces of my story, you know, y'all get the marriage part of it, you know, that I've been married three times, which I don't care about. Um, I mean, I do care, but you know what I mean? It's it's just who I am. Um, but there are some other elements that are very intimate. And that are very traumatic and things like that, um, that I share usually on a smaller scale, but I've been able to help so many people to understand that it's not just them. Like when I tell people I got kidnapped, they're like, it's not not playing. They're like, you can just say it like whatever. Or when I say, you know, I had to save this person's life or I had to do, and they're like, oh, so you just talk about it. Like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and then I'll be like, did you really, did that really happen? And I said, yeah, you see my mom's on here. I'm able to talk about it because it's the truth, right? And so, um, you know, I share those things and they're like, man, I never would have known. I'm like, exactly, because mm-hmm. I didn't let that thing define me. So I'm telling mm-hmm. you that better days are coming. Yeah. So it could be, it don't have to be that traumatic, but it could just be something simple, you know, having to overcome a boss that doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you get through that? Our stories heal our stories tell our history our stories you know like we pass down those things people don't understand in in that macaroni and cheese if you got those cheddars and stuff like that throw some ground mustard in there it makes the cheddar pop a lot of people don't know that that that's the secret ingredient that our grandparents mustard you know in that cheese that makes it you wonder that dang there's that, that that thing that's missing there's something that's missing Somebody probably didn't get that. They missed that ingredient. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so with all that being said, there are small things like that. And it tells a story. And I can tell stories over my food. And I can tell stories over, you know, my life experiences or whatever. So tell your story. Don't be ashamed. If people are telling you that it ain't nothing, find a different circle of people. That's right. Mm-hmm. Find people who can help you develop that. Or maybe book writing isn't your thing. So maybe they can pull out what it is that makes your story unique and mm-hmm. makes it you know, stand out from the rest and helps you to spread that message to all the other people. So don't give up. There's so much power in sharing your story. It's mm-hmm. healing for us, it's healing for other people and it opens so many doors. I Absolutely. promise you, I'm a living witness of that. It opens so many doors. Absolutely, so. it does. <clears throat> and also ladies and gentlemen, we just want you guys to understand, just to echo a little bit of what she said, how important your stories are and the power in that. You never know what you have went through, how it can help illuminate another individual's life, yes. right? Because it is, this isn't, listen, when you were born, you did not come with a user manual, first of all, for yourself, nor for life, right? For That will work directly 
for you because we all have different trials and tribulations. So be willing. Now we're flipping this. Be willing to listen to other people's stories. Now, they might run off at the jibs and don't know how to cut it on off, right? So you work on that on your own. However, be humble enough to listen to someone else's story. And if every time you already know, if someone's trying to tell you something, but no, I know that, I know that, well, that means, you know what, how can I teach someone that knows everything already? You did humble yourself, hush your mouth, right? Ask, why am I talking? And do I need to really say something? If someone has this power, if they are taking the time to connect with me, let me give them that. And then to that degree, ask questions, right? Ask those questions so that not only are they able to share it, but you can ask questions as far and not yes and no questions. So, yo, what did you do then? How did that make you feel? Right. So not only are you giving them an opportunity to speak, but you're giving them an opportunity to relive it. And you can see the excitement. You can see, yeah, I went there and boom, I had I dealt with that. But I remember feeling this way and I felt it was hot outside. I was deployed over in the yeah. desert and da, 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 da. Give individuals the opportunity to share their story because you never know the way the winds change. You might be in that same situation. Now you have a old roadmap that said, oh man, yeah, he did say that, or she did say boo, 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 because she told me that story about this one cat. This dude looked the same way. Let me go on ahead and go about my business because I don't want to, you know, want nobody to put me in somebody's backseat. You dig what I'm saying? It's, 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 it, that's what it's about. And Lily says, yes. it doesn't hurt to hear, right? Yes. What you know from other perspective. And, mm -hmm. and yes, it's still learning. Yes, and that's the deal. That. Hey, be willing to learn. You, be willing to learn. Why is it that when, and it's certain people, right? Not everybody say, hey, look, uh, as soon as you say something, you say, hey, I remember this one time I did boo, 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 boo. How about you do that? No, I already know that. I tried. Oh, all right, bet. Cool. Since you already know, but I see, I see you, you, you're about to fall. You're about to fall on your face. You dig? But since you already know, apparently you like the way falling on your face feel. Boom, go ahead. And look, I've been here waiting when you're ready to have this conversation. So you ain't still there hitting yourself, hitting yourself on the face because you know every damn thing. You understand? Listen, listen to people. What you saying, Camille? What you say? Oh. I was actually when when you were talking, what Lily wrote is exactly what I was thinking, and that's kind mm -hmm. of my pet peeve. Like even when I already heard something, I always seem to learn something else, and it's like listening to a song that you've sung for years and years, and then one day you hear something different, and you go, "Oh, that's what they said." Like you know, I've been singing it wrong all these years. You always learn something, or you hear something else, and so I just I listen. Because one, the person probably needs to get it out, you know, and I'm in a space that I can do that. But two, I always try to find something else to learn from that. Even if I know something about something, I always take the opportunity to listen. You know, now it, here's the other thing too. People be like, you don't listen. You know, I, I do listen. I hear what you're saying, but it, I, I move at my, my own pace. Mm -hmm. If it's something that you're trying to teach, I move at my own pace. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not that I don't hear you. I didn't listen or anything like that. Cause my ears are always listening. Yes. And my yeah. pet peeve is people that always, you try to tell them, I know, I know, I don't, uh, you know, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. You know, and it's like, so what am I here for? 
That's right. You that's know, right. what am I here for? Like, right. I that's just one thing that just, no, just be open that. to listen. And then yeah. the last thing, Seth, mm-hmm. sharing your story. Speaking of listening, you never know who is listening. That's right. And you never know who regurgitates that story to tell somebody else. And that's how, you know, people like the Iyamas and the Lisa Nichols and, you know, all these other folks that became who they were. It was mm-hmm. the power of sharing their story that got into the hands of somebody who could do something with That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. never know who's listening. Yeah, you never know who's listening. But just to go back just one quick second, mm-hmm. when individuals are, you know, when individuals are sharing a story mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't necessarily want to, they want to hear it, but they don't. And they, you know, they, it, it, it's crazy. You can still learn, be willing to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And be willing to sit back and understand things from different perspectives. Because when you said like music, some, some things that you haven't heard before, how many times, one of my favorite songs is uh, Lean On Me, Okay. Mm-hmm. It's easy to play. That was like one of the first songs I learned how to play on the piano. How many, however, how many different versions are there? See, so you have it with the piano. You have it with the whole hip hop. You know, lean on me yes. song, right? Or the movie. You have it that way. You have individuals that can do it uh, in an orchestra. So you have different stories. Yes can activate you in different ways. And then also too, just because to your point, if I tell you something and you have uh, your own way of going through it, I should not be upset because you didn't take my story and and say, okay, now I get it. Now I'm going to do what he said. Dude, maybe you're not the mission. You're right. Maybe they're not your mission. So, hey, I let you know how this is and this is what I did. Now I'm walking away because I need you to find out things yourself. And then they may get it from somebody else. If you get a, if you have a problem with that, you have an ego problem. Just because someone told me the same thing you said yesterday, and I'm repeating it to you, it's not saying I didn't hear you, but I heard it this way and it resonated with me differently. It's not a slight towards you. You get what I'm saying? So we have to remove our ego from that and realize it's not about you in the first place. So, so if Camille told me something today and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can dig it. Right. And then AG, my boy told me something that's later on in the day. I'm saying, damn, you know what? That makes sense. And then I talk to Camille and say, Hey, you know what? I remember what you said earlier, or let's say the conversation started like this. AG's told me A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. And you had just told me A, B, C, and D. Are you going to be the individual to listen? Say, yeah. Okay, cool. That's confirmation. Or you cut them up. Well, I already told you the same thing. Why did it make sense when this? Per- That's ego. Hush yourself. You understand? Hush yourself, y'all. This is sanity check. Am I lying, Camille? You're Am I lying? lying? You're not Am lying. lying. You're not lying. It don't matter. Listen. Sometimes your voice don't resonate with everybody. Maybe you got an irritating voice. I remember one time I did it. And listen, your your, your lesson may be extremely relevant. Right. Your story may be extremely relevant, but somebody else can say it in a different way. And then they can say, hey, don't do that. I wouldn't do this. I went through that. Boop, 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 and it didn't happen right. Like, OK, cool. Same thing. Different yeah. messenger. Same message. Different messenger. Don't yeah. take it to heart because then nobody put your, your stamp on it. <laughs> yes, I feel. And sometimes, it, you know, you people when they're 
asked to do things or somebody's giving them something, you know, trying to teach them, sometimes they're looking for a confirmation. So that second voice confirms and says, okay, you know what? Now I need to do it because I heard it from two different people. You know what I'm saying? And now I, I, I get it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna stop ignoring it. You know, here it is or whatever. Or sometimes the, the message is on time, but um, to give to a person, but it has to germinate a little bit. You know what I mean? And they have to process it and figure out how, what that looks like for them in their life and how they apply it to the things that they want to, because they ultimately, if they're producing something or saying whatever, they have to connect to that thing and it has to feel right. So it takes a little bit of time to kind of process that mentally and emotionally and spiritually um, before you, yeah, before Mm -hmm. you can actually act on something. Mm -hmm. And that's how I am. I always say when people tell me, it's not that I don't hear it, don't see it. I might not act right away because I'm processing. How does this look for me? And how much time energy do I have to put into it? Or, or, you know, what product do I want? Or how do I want it to look in the end? And so until those things align for me, it's not that I forgot or somebody else was more important. It just has to sit there for a minute because I'm kind of analytical. Like, yeah. And, so. and you know what? And, and, and to that point, too, how many times have individuals come back to you years later? Say, you know, I remember that one time we had this. Comment. Listen, y'all, it's, too many to count. it's still happening to me. And I, I just go along with it and say right on. Yes. I didn't forget. You understand? I didn't forget, but though it, it takes time for people to, like you said, it, 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 they have to deal with it and they need more confirmation so that it can make sense. And when they bring coming back around, if they if it's a, if it's on their mind, hey, you told me this when I was like sixteen. Here you are, forty five years old, okay. but they still remember it. Still and remember. That, Right. They still remember it and they still remember you as far as how powerful your story was, because if you tell your child, watch this, and this is how we go leave it. If you tell your child a story about your past and they are at the age that they're at, it may take them to be the age that you're currently at to dig it. You see what I'm saying? So you can't be mad at them because they ain't pick up what you put down at the age of 13. Listen, here I am talking to somebody and I'm 40 years old. Like, look, you need to do blah, 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 blah. Because I remember when I was your age, da, 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 da. Okay, cool. But here I am at 40 just getting it. You feel what I'm saying? So you can expect people to get what you just got. It's kind of like a parent, right? Yeah, you know your parents trying to tell you like, oh, I ain't going, and then you find yourself, you know, at that point where I was twenty seven, I think I was, or twenty twenty four, twenty seven, and mm-hmm. I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I'm sorry, everything mm-hmm. I had to put you through, I'm sorry, I get yeah. it now, I get it, but I had to go through my own things to understand in her, you know, at at that age that she was what she was trying to teach me because I had a young mind. I wasn't developed. I hadn't been through anything. So I'm just going off of what I feel in that moment. But it wasn't until my own kids started doing that same thing that I was like, Oh, I'm looking at this wow. with a whole new lens. There you go. And then I had to go back and say, I get it now, mom. That's like, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and yeah, absolutely. But ladies and gentlemen, we do appreciate yeah. y'all. And we want to make sure that you have a great, 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 great weekend. And make sure that you don't be afraid to tell your story. There's power behind it. Right on. Right on. Right on. Later. Bye. Bye.